Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking blues hockey. It's the Joey Vitale Report on 101 ESPN. Brought to you by The Electrical Connection. When you need quality electrical work for your home or business, visit electricalconnection.org. Michelle and Randy go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, and the great Joe Vitale joins us as he does every Friday. We always look forward to visiting with you, sir. How are you doing? Good morning. Randy, great morning. Great morning to you and Michelle. Thanks. Doing well. I, I want to start with this. I have a dog, a golden, whose birthday is today. Her name is Darby Shaw, and uh, I allowed her to sit at the breakfast table with me this morning, and she had <laughs> scrambled the eggs, as did I. Is this something that could happen in the Vitali household? You know what? We don't we don't have our dogs sit with us. We also have a golden retriever. Um, I don't know how you get your dog to train to sit and actually have scrambled eggs with you, Randy. It's but unbelievable. All the power- all the power to you. I was going to say, I know the golden retrievers are one of the smartest breeds uh, we, we've ever we've ever encountered with dogs. So certainly that's something I think a golden tree, golden retriever is capable of. No, our our golden Gracie uh, is an awesome dog, and she just uh, literally is a table scrapper. I mean, literally, I I don't think we've fed the dog dog food in about two years. It just <laughs> it hangs around uh, the baby's high chairs and the kids' food and. It's gotten so bad where as I'm cleaning up the breakfast table, I don't even sweep the food in the trash can anymore. I literally, like a, like a barbarian, just chuck it on the floor knowing that Gracie is gonna is just going to devour it. And uh, she's put on a little weight, but she's a happy dog. That's all I can say. Yeah, Joey, that sounds like a life hack that you don't have to sweep. You just know Gracie's there to clean it up. Exactly, exactly right, and um, you know a- eggs as well. It's good. It's good you had eggs with uh, your dog, though, Randy. Uh, there is something about uh, eggs that I guess it, it brings out a good coat mm. in dogs. Have you seen? Have you heard about this? It kind of brings Shiny, up the shine right? in the coat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was not aware of that, but that's a good thing. Yeah, it's kind of like the same as uh, if you ever have a banana peel and you need to shine your shoes. Uh, you can use the inside of a banana peel to shine a shoe. If you're ever like uh, in a pinch or on the road and your shoes, your dress shoes are a little scuffy. Have a banana at breakfast, which is the most most popular fruit in America, by the way, because oh. it's easy to grab. Once you eat the banana, kind of put a little put a little peel on your shoe, wipe it off with a towel. You have your shoes look brand new, uh, and the same goes for eggs with dogs. You know, you want to have a nice little shine coat for your dog. They say give them a sunny side of eggs. I love that, Joe. So before we dive into Blues Hockey, I have two things that I want to discuss with you, if you don't mind. Number one, uh, I know you had a game last night. I know you've been very busy with your family, with your Blues obligations. But did you see my fellow Paisan that Italy has been knocked out of the 2022 World Cup qualifying? We need to commiserate here. I I literally couldn't even focus on the game last night. I mean, that, (laughs) that was a double whammy last night, the way the Blues play, losing the Flyers. But more importantly, you're right. Uh, I didn't see the game. I don't know how it happened. All North I did Macedonia, Joe. Oh, man. That sounds like a made-up place. It's not even real. <laughs> I know. It sounds like it's in a Disney movie or something. It sounds like it's from, like, Avatar yes. or, like, like a planet out in outer space in, like, three galaxies. Like, are you serious? Macedonia what? <laughs> oh, man. I was so flustered. 
I don't know why. I don't even know if Michelle is even worth watching the World Cup. You know, I think I think the World Cup committee should come together and say like, hey, like I get it, I get it that they got bounced, but it's Italy. Like it's Italy. You have to have them in. It's like it's like an All Star game at the end of Wayne Gretzky's career. Like you know, was his point totals there? Maybe not so much, but it's Wayne Gretzky. Get him to the freaking All Star game. He, he belongs there. And and to me, I think they should make the same. The same case for Italy. I agree. The 2020 Euro champs, come on, push them through. But I, I digress. Uh, the other thing, Joey, that I need to get a ruling from you on, so if you don't mind, put on your white wig here. I need you to be the judge and jury here. Nathan Walker. Uh, Braden Shen was talking about him after the game. He called him Walks, said his nickname is Walks. Randy over here has been trying to give him the nickname Nadub. And it's ga- oh. it's gaining <laughs> some traction here, Joey. So I need a ruling from you. Are we going to allow Nadub or not? No, 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 Randy. I, I, I agree with you a lot, but I'm, I'm going to be real here for a minute. Nadub is not going to work for me. I don't think it's going to work for Walk. It sounds too much like Nate Dog. Wasn't that a rapper? Yes, it was. Yes, nothing yes. wrong yeah, with Nate, that. No, it's fine. I don't know if it's rap music, but he's just not a Nate. Is it Nate Dub? Is Nate Dub. Saying? And it's like J-Lo or A-Rod, but it's Nate, N-A-D-Walker, D-U-B, for the W. I feel like that's the scene from Step Brothers. Are you seeing Pam or Pan? Is, is, is it Pan? Pan? I, I think. Okay, hold on. Any nickname you throw out, if it if it begs the question of how you pronounce it or how is it, I think that's where you draw the line. Like nicknames got to be smooth. They got to be easy. They got to be fluid. And and to mention, not to mention, Randy, you should know that you've been in sports a long time. They can't be two words like Nate Dub. That's to me. That's two words. No, that's too long. It's like it's like one word. Just Nate Dub. Nate Dub. <laughs> Nate Dub. Okay, so it's two. It's basically just a, 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 one word with two syllables. Nate yes, Dub. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. I don't know. I, I think I think walks is simple. Um, yeah, I think it could confuse the players on the ice. I, I like walks. I think that's the way to go, uh, Randy. I think this one's going to die on the vine. I hate to, I hate to break it to you. Darn it! How about Lobro? <laughs> How about Toro? How about the, how about, how, about, how about the carpenter? I mean, his, I found out his dad. So, so Nathan Walker, I was talking in the hallway yesterday, and I've always been intrigued by players like him because, you know, you're undersized. You were born in Wales. You have an Australian accent. How in the heck did you make it to the National Hockey League? I mean, it's, it's actually a pretty cool story. I'm surprised yeah. there hasn't been more stories written about it. But I was asking about his childhood and kind of where he gets his inspiration of, you know, playing that high-energy game, and he just – has a motor that doesn't quit, and we're talking about his family. His dad was a rugby player in Australia, which was like fascinating. You can tell, kind of tell that's where he kind of gets his competitive nature from. But also, he said his mom, who was a cop, and then so he had like a lot of fiery things from his mom's side. But then his dad was also who now works at the airport. So used to be a carpenter, and he used to just build things. And then I asked him, you know, were you around a lot with your dad? And he said, Oh yeah, my dad was always taking me to the shop. We were always building things. They, they built their whole uh, weight facility uh, at their original oh, home cool. where they worked out together. Yeah. So just, it's always kind of cool uh, to see how, how kids kind of grew up in, in the environment in the environments that they grew up in, which I thought was pretty cool. And it's funny. I had that conversation with them just two days after St. Joseph's day, as we know, Michelle, which mm-hmm. was March 19th. Hope you celebrated, had a good loaf of bread. Yes. Uh, St. Joseph carpenter, Jesus followed in his footsteps the whole way. And here I am talking to Nathan Walker, whose father was a carpenter. It's just really, really cool to kind of see the connection right there. But uh, to your point, maybe maybe Carpo or Carp or something along the carpenter line for the nickname for Nathan Walker, possibly. That no, doesn't really work. 
Yeah, okay. I like the carpenter because he's going to build success for the team. But nobody, mm. no. Seriously, there. So jo- Joey, <laughs> as, a, as a player, a guy who played in the NHL and really had to, to play hard to play in the NHL, do you get frustrated when you're up in the booth and after the game the players admit, hey, we just didn't compete. We didn't, we didn't give the best effort that we could. We know the coach is going to say that, but the players all agree. How do you react when you're watching something like that unfold? Yeah, it's, I tell you what, that's a good question, Randy. It, it, it's hard. It's hard for me to, uh, to see games like that. But it, I don't know, I think I'm split. Like, I understand why it happens because it's a long season. Um, and I certainly did not have that, you know, my same level, compete level every single game. It's hard to stay very consistent with it uh, because it is a long season and it's a grind. But at the same time, um, I think that there, there are certain things that you can control as a player and there's certain things you just can't control. You know, you can't control if you hit the post. You can't control if you have four scoring chances and maybe one doesn't bounce in. That's just the way sometimes the puck drops. But I think to me it's always been within your control is to kind of bring bring the energy, bring the attitude, and, and definitely bring the compete. Because, you know, I think that, you know, you know for, for how I had to play, and I knew that that was kind of the only way I had to play in order to get, to get in the lineup. You know, I think it's changed a lot and the game's changed a lot where – I think players are given a lot more of a cushion when they've not had good games. I mean, uh, this kind of goes back to how players are treated, I think, nowadays. I mean, kind of in my days where if you had one game, it was like, okay, that's a warning. Two games, you know, bad games in a row where you didn't bring your compete. I remember showing up to the rink and there'd be a, a guy from Wilkes-Barre or a guy from the minors um, coming up from, from Arizona that just would be in the locker room. And I would kind of say, oh, hey, you know, welcome, blah, blah, blah. And before, before you know it, uh, he's taking my spot. <laughs> and, that, and, that, and that's just kind of how it was, right? And, and the coaches really didn't talk to you. They didn't give you an explanation. But you kind of had to figure it out yourself. And I learned very early that, you know, that, that's just kind of how it was. You know, I was also, though, in a different spot than some of, some of the – this is called the younger players, for example. Um, you know, when I, when I made it to the National Hockey League, it was, I was 25, 26 years old. I had one baby, one on the way. Uh, I think my giddy up was a little bit more urgent because I had a family to raise and I had, you know, kids to look after my wife and family. So there were certain motivations where, you know, I would show up on any given night and I would know that if, if I didn't perform to, to the level I needed to, that someone else would come in and do it for me. And, and I don't know if maybe that urgency is there in, in this day and age in this game as much as it used to be where there's like, you are quote unquote replaceable. Uh, but no, there are, there are many times that uh, you, you get ready, you get ready for a game, you're exhausted, you're tired, but you just got to go in there and put your Superman suit on and you got to kind of take on this kind of avatar as we're, we're talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. You got to take on this avatar approach that this is just who I have to be here tonight for the next three hours, even though maybe I don't want to be, but this is what my team needs. My family needs this. Is what I need to do in order to stay in this league and stay around. But, you know, I think last night was uh, certainly one of those performances where you have to look around and, you know, Craig Bruby said it best, just, it was just maybe a little bit of arrogance of playing a team that is a little bit lower in the standings. But uh, regardless of the fact, it's something that uh, certainly has to get cleaned up. This isn't something, as they say in sports, that you just sweep under the rug because this is going to come back and blow right in your face. You know, I, I love the expression, sweep it under the rug, because when I was a kid, you know, th- th- this, is, this is what happens when you sweep stuff away thinking it's going to get buried. When I was a kid, Randy and Michelle, uh, big Italian family, we all had chores. Whenever I was in charge of sweeping the floor, I don't know if I told you guys this or not, but when I was a young kid, I'm sweeping the whole floor, and then all the air vents on the floor, you know, like the, the things mm-hmm. with the lids, mm-hmm. I thought that's where your dirt. 
Oh. So I would literally sweep everything into this air vent. Thinking, okay, this is perfect. Just sweep it in the air vent, all, all good to go. Wait, that's until, not the way, that's not supposed to happen? <laughs> until dinner that night, when my dad came home from like a 14-hour shift of pouring concrete, we're sitting there having pasta, and all of a sudden you just hear the AC unit come on, and oh. like all this hurt and Cheerios and Lego pieces come shooting up out of the air vent. And then that's where I just kind of point at my sister. So the, 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 the point is, the point is in sports, when they say, let's just bury it or sweep it on the rug, you don't ever sweep anything on the rug. You always sweep it in the air vents because you can sweep it away for a while, but eventually it's going to come back and haunt you. So the, the, the reality is you got to address this thing moving forward. <laughs> well said. Another great analogy from Joe Vitale. Hey, we always love having you on. Have a great weekend. And if the Blues play to the level of their competition, well, tomorrow should be fun because Carolina's in town and they're one of the best teams in the league. Yeah, it's going to be a fun. I tell you what, if you're going to that game, uh, get there early. It's going to be an exciting one. Uh, two just great teams, and I think that truly, um, if there's one team to knock off the back-to-back Stanley Cup champions in Tampa Bay, I do think it's Carolina. I think that the Canes have a legit shot from the coaches to the forwards to the goaltending. I think they're the full package this year, so it's going to be a good one. Uh, get there earlier. Make sure you're watching on the tube, or, or definitely listen to the radio to me and Curbs. And absolutely. Joey, one other point to make here. Speaking of Tampa Bay, as we wake up this morning, they're the number one wild card in the East. That's how crazy this league is. Oh, it, it blows you away. And, and again, heading in to last Washington's game, you know, that they, the Blues played great. And I asked David Prana after the game. I said, boy, good good night. He goes, well, it better be a good night. We, we woke up one day, and we're starting the playoffs against Minnesota at home. You wake up the next morning, and then you're going to Calgary to open up this year. I mean, it, it is uh, the, the, how this thing is going to – I've never seen a race like this is, is while I've been broadcasting. And certainly as I've been a fan of the sport, I don't know if there's been a race – with still a quarter of the season left like this. I mean, this is going to come down to the wire. Every night is scoreboard watching. I mean, you got the Dallas Stars that are coming. Winnipeg Jets, holy cow, look out. The Vegas Golden Knights, who spent all that money thinking they're going to kind of fool everyone now and use LTIR by getting Jack Eichel and kind of, you know, doing the Tampa Bay thing. They may, they may miss. Like, it, it is absolutely ridiculous how this whole thing is going to pan out. But it could start as great as maybe being a two-seed and you start at home against the team. All the way down, you could fall to the final wild card spot. Hey, the Blues could be out of the playoffs, and they know that. Yeah. You actually could lose, lose a shot to the playoffs, and that's how good these teams blow your playing. So it's going to come down to the wire. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be a good final month and a half. Thank you, Joseph. We'll see you soon. Thanks, Randy. Thanks, Michelle. Have a great weekend. That's the great Joe Vitale with us on 101 ESPN. Doesn't get any better than Joey V. How many fun facts did we get out of Joe today? <laughs> I like the, rather than sweep it under the rug, sweep it into the vent. And in the NHL, that's what you do. Sweep it into the vent because that way you don't forget it. Banana peels to shine your shoes? Yeah. All kinds of new stuff. He's the best. Uh, Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday. And as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at betonline as well.
And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.